Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello. How's everybody doing? We are back in full effect. I don't think you're expecting to hear a response, Um, but yeah, we hope everybody's doing well. Doing well. Doing well. We On this week, (laughs) on this day that the Lord has made. Yeah. Second Sunday in July, I think. Um, Was it the first Sunday in July? I don't have my calendar in front of me. Yeah, I tend to not say because, you know, they might be listening on a Tuesday, on a Thursday. We're still recording it on the second Sunday in July. Okay. All righty then. Yeah, today's July 9th. So there was a Sunday last week. Yeah, because it's July 4th. Fireworks. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We back. He's up to speed. Okay. Second second, uh, Sunday of the month and second week of Unequally Yoked. Unequally yoked. Uh, yes. Last week, excuse me, thought I had to sneeze. Last week when we ended this uh, topic, I said I wanted to get back to it because one of the things since we've been doing this podcast in three years or whatever is that I don't want to be a stumbling block for anyone, and I'm going to give you some scriptures for that, but I also... Um, just wanted to give you Renee and uh, our Renee and my Renee and our uh, <laughs> Doug and Renee's context of what we've seen as far as marriage is concerned. It's not we're not the it's not the only way to do marriage. Okay, just, I just want to be perfectly clear on that. And again, you got to go back to the last part of last week's episode to understand what I'm saying. But for those of you who didn't listen or haven't listened to the last part of last week's episode, uh, we were talking about going to different churches, husband and wife. This is is now you're married. And again, I don't want to say because you're going to a different church or attending different churches that you are unequally yoked. That is not what I'm saying. And I want to be very clear on that. What I was saying was, and I would, and I did say this last week, in our 36 years of marriage, we've only come across one couple that actively attended separate churches. We, didn't, we weren't tight enough with them to understand the ins and outs of their marriage, why they did what they did. Um, I don't know, but I do know 36 years, we've only come across that one time. And then Renee brought up the fact that when uh, the pandemic hit or COVID, you know, and they shut everything got shut down, we kind of she she started attending our old church, <laughs> the church we used to go to. So we kind of did the same thing, but ultimately we came together and we found the church home at, that we both go to. So I just want to be um, very clear on that. So. I, I want to give you some some scriptures about why I'm saying what I'm saying, 
and why I don't want to feel like if somebody's going to a Methodist church, somebody's going to a Baptist church, husband, wife, that Doug is saying, um, you're unequally yoked. No, that's not what I'm saying. As long as you agree that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, everything else can be worked out. You know, because all these different denominations and all that other stuff, none of that stuff was in the Bible anyway. All these different denominations. That's something man came up with. No, before you, you, yeah, before you read your scriptures, okay. can I say what I believe we are saying about that? Go ahead. Um, what we what we believe is that, you know, marriage is hard enough. You have two different people, two different ideas and ways about doing things. And sometimes if you go to a different church where you're getting fed different food, um, there may come a point in time that you hear something um, or one spouse might hear something and start uh, trying to implement it, but the other spouse is not on the same page because that's not the word that they're getting at their church or that's not the understanding of the scriptures that they're getting. And so it can cause some confusion we're not saying that it does and it will, but we're saying that it can. Um, and so you just have to be very careful and very intentional if that is your story. Um, let's just say you're newlyweds and you both have gone to the same church your whole life and you don't want to leave the church that you've been attending when you get married. Y'all just need to come to an agreement, come to a mutual understanding and yeah, just be in agreement about what you're doing and how you're going to go about running your household. Yeah, you could even if you decide to go to different places of worship, as long as you're in agreement, I believe it'll work out for you. And to come back to something you said, and I'm going to flip the script, something you did last week, we could go to the same church and hear the same message, but one of us can just perceive it differently. Mm -hmm. I'm going to... Let me, let's use the subject of giving, mm -hmm. not tithing. Up, well, not tithing because tithing is 10%. Uh, when it comes to offerings, special offerings, all these other offerings that go on in church, one person, again, this is a husband and wife duo. One person may be like, oh, I want to give to this special offering to the building fund, whatever, whatever, whatever. And the other person may seem like, nah, I'm not really feeling that. Uh, we shouldn't give as much. So you can go to the same place and still not necessarily be on the same frequency when it comes to certain subjects. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to put that out there. That doesn't mean you're unequally yoked. That just means you got to have a conversation, <laughs> you know, about how you're going to give, how much, you know, so on and so forth. Because we've had to do that in our marriage where it came time for giving other than tithes. Tithe, to me, tithing is not, not optional. Right. Uh, but the offering, how much, any special offerings, building funds, whatever campaign may be going on, uh, I think you should be in agreement and have a conversation about that. Yes. You know, before you decide to stand up and say, oh, I'll give X amount of dollars, and you really haven't spoken to your wife or your husband. You haven't spoken to your, I don't want to say partner. You haven't spoken to your spouse. Your That's spouse. the word I'm looking for. Okay. You haven't spoken to your spouse. Okay. So what you are saying is that there is a difference between uh, being 
unequally yoked and being in agreement just because someone is not in agreement, just because a husband and wife is not in agreement does not mean that they unequally yoke. They just don't agree. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to put that out there for yes. somebody so that they was clear just because you're having disagreements with your spouse doesn't mean you're unequally yoked. That's not what the word says. That just means you two don't agree. That's it. And you need to seek the Holy Spirit, see what to do, when to do, how to do it. Uh, coming back to the scriptures, and I want to go to 1 Corinthians 6 and 12. And I don't even know what version it says. I apologize. But it says, just because something is technically, technically legal doesn't mean that it's spiritually appropriate. If I went around doing everything I thought I could get by with, I'd be a slave to my whims. So basically, Paul is saying just because I can do something doesn't mean I should do it. And if by me doing something is going to hinder you, I should not do it. And this comes back to I don't want to be a hindrance. I don't want this podcast to be a hindrance to anyone's growth. Our whole purpose behind this podcast is to help build up marriages and single people, fortify, um, what are the spiritual words I could, edify, you know, thing, any other kind of fire you could think of, <laughs> you know, that's what, that's the purpose of this podcast. I just, I felt some kind of way about it yes, yesterday, last week when we were, had to sign off and I just, if it seemed like I am keep going on about this point, it's because I am, please hear my heart. I don't want anyone to say we shouldn't be together because we're going to separate churches. Because, first of all, we're not your pastors. So let's just get that out there. We've been saying that since day one. But please, 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 if what you have in your marriage is working and you're two different denominations, or even if you're in the same denomination but two different churches, if it's working, work it. Like Renee just said, marriage is hard enough. So if yours is working and it's, it may be unorthodox as far as we're concerned, when I say we, meaning Renee and I, but then again, we don't know. You know, we're not, we're not there. We just, we can only give you our point of reference, our POV, as they say online, point of view, <laughs> um, from our perspective. And again, our perspective, 36 years of marriage, we've only seen one couple do it. Successfully. Right. Anyway. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so, all right. Unequally yoked. I feel like I got a load off my my shoulders. I just want to. They can't can't see you removing uh, it off your shoulders, dear. Okay. All right. So, I want to go to Mark, if you don't mind. Mark 1, 29 through 31. And hopefully we we will get to this and understand um, when it talks about unequally yoked and uh, being meeting the right person or having the right spouse. And immediately, this is Mark 1, 29 through 31, amplified. And immediately they left the synagogue and went into the house of Simon, Peter, and Andrew, accompanied by James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was Peter. Well, Simon Peter uh, was lying sick with a fever, and immediately they told her, they told him, Jesus, about her. Jesus went to her, taking her by the hand, raised her up, and the fever left her, and she began to serve them as her guests. 
What does this have to do with being unequally yoked? I am so glad you asked. I was going to ask, but you asked and answered. What does that have to do with unequally yoked? I am so glad you asked that question, Renee. And I will surely give you an answer on the next podcast. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. Uh, (laughs) Let's just look at, uh, before I answer the question, we know Peter was one of Jesus's, Jesus's? Jesus' disciples? Yeah. Jesus's? Jesus' disciples? Yeah, his disciple. You think I would know that because my, my name ends in the S. So anyway, they... Jesus had 12 disciples. Peter was one of them. So Peter rolled with Jesus and everywhere they went, everywhere he went for like three years. And what does this scripture have to do with anything? Peter was married. I don't think a lot of people give Peter's wife enough credit for the fact that she was Mrs. Peter and her husband was always on the go. And nowhere in the Bible does it say she complained. Hey, why are you leaving? Why are you doing this? Why are you going after Jesus? Y'all, y'all traveling again? None of that happened. He left his occupation, which was sewing, not sewing, fishing. He was a fisherman. And just started following Jesus. And we... Don't we overlook that to the point of she supported her husband? Now we talked about being unequally yoked. Now I'm talking about being finding the right one, for lack of a better phrase. She supported her husband to the point of you don't hear anything other than this scripture right here. There's nothing in the Bible saying Mrs. Peter complained, Mrs. Peter did this, Mrs. Peter did that. And I said that to say. Marrying the right person can help you or will help you or will allow you to fulfill God's destiny if you marry the right person. Not to say you won't have struggles, not to say you won't have issues, not to say you won't have um, disagreements, disagreements, trials, tribulations, storms, whatever word you want to use. You know, we throw around churchy words, all that stuff. But she helped him. She was there. She was the person holding down the house while he went out and evangelized the world for those three years that Jesus walked the face of this earth. And I think that is so important. So I said that to say last week we talked about being unequally yoked and uh, compromise, compromising your principles and things of that nature. You can, there could be a shift in your marriage and You can still support your spouse because maybe uh, one person was doing a certain career and then they just shifted to something else. Or maybe somebody got sick. Maybe there was a medical issue, whatever it may be. But you can still support your spouse and be there for them. And that will help your spouse fulfill God's will or fulfill God's destiny in their lives. I hope that makes sense. I hope it makes sense because I'm trying to say it as plain as possible. Uh, I think it makes sense because if I could use us as an example, um, oh, what year was this? 2015, I worked um, as a corporate trainer and things happen. 
um, the company's no longer in business now, but things happen and um, my career shifted. Um, I was already in the um, kind of, I was kind of getting into personal training around 2013, 2014, studying for the certification. And then when things happened on the job, <coughs> I shifted into a personal training career. Um, and you've supported me uh, since that time. It's not a very um, consistent <laughs> uh, job because you have people who who get into fitness and people leave for whatever reason or people um, want to lose weight and then for whatever reason they go off on their own and they lose it and they do their own thing or you have you know it's just it's like a, it's it's an ebb and flow in the fitness uh, business and you've supported me um, and it hasn't been a, it hasn't been easy but I appreciate you for supporting me in that career change and the shift that it caused in the dynamics in uh, my career and finances, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah. I think, I think that might help give it a little bit of context, yeah. our, our experience. Yeah. And I, and again, we just, we just want you to see the other side. Last week we talked about compromising to single people, compromising your principles, comp- compromising what you stand for, compromising the work you've put in and getting yourself to the point where you are right now, to the place where you are right now, um, spiritually, mentally, physically, don't compromise that. And then on the this week or a few minutes ago, we talked about how Peter's wife was there for him and, you know, to help him fulfill his God-given purpose in life. So if you're, and you talked about last week, um, you marrying the wrong person, you could literally be in hell, living in hell. And I submit to you because Peter married the right person. And I think back then marriages were arranged. So, well, he, he was joined together with the right person, the right woman mm-hmm. that he was allowed to do what he did uh, without having to worry about, you know, a, na- a nagging wife. Or <laughs> a wife I didn't want to say a, it like a, that. A wife complaining, yeah. you can't go, and why are you always gone, and you yeah. never home, and I need help around the house, and whatever other things you might hear yeah. someone say for a spouse who is always traveling or always on the go or even following someone. Mm-hmm. Um, she had to have believed who Jesus is in order to be compliant and to be in agreement with him on that front. Because I, I know there's a part yeah. where um Jesus said, Who do you who do who do you say that I am? Mm-hmm. And he says, You you know, you are you are Jesus, you are Lord, you're mm-hmm. the Messiah. And she had to have believed that also because I it, she's like, wait a minute, who most women would be like, who's this dude you following yeah. and you leaving me at home? So she had to be um, in agreement with him that Jesus is Lord, Messiah, mm-hmm. you know, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And I think that that's important when it talks, when we go back to unequally yoked, 
is talking about don't be hooked up or entangled. I think one um, version talks about don't be entangled with an unbeliever. That's, oh, I thought. That's the main thing about being unequally yoked, that you are yoked together with somebody who you believe in and they don't believe. I thought that was, I would love to see that scripture with that word entanglement. Because I, I thought, um, I'm not going to say the person's name, but I thought she was the first person I heard talk about being in that <laughs> entanglement. I'm like, okay. No, this wasn't, um, this wasn't a made-up word. It's actually in one of the versions of the scriptures that we read last week. But as we go through, I'll see if I could, I could find the actual version um, where it says, don't be entangled with, um, with unbelievers. And I think it's important for singles to understand that when you're vetting out a potential um, spouse, mate, wife, husband, that when you are in the courting stage and getting to know one another, there should be a red flag if someone, you believe in God, and then they say they don't. That Boom. That that right there should be a deal breaker. It should be. It, it should be breaker, a deal breaker. Showstopper. But more than likely, it's not. I believe in God, but I don't go to church during football season. Uh-oh. I mean, then do you have a relationship with God or not? Not during football season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you got to really... Um, That's American football. Going back to don't compromise what you believe. Don't compromise your principles. And another easy way to say it is don't settle. Mm. People end up settling... Because their biological clock is ticking, you know, they're, they're, they're ready to have some kids or they're tired of living alone. And, you know, I, it's crazy because you have married people who rather be single and you have single people who rather be married. People are never satisfied, yeah. ultimately. Marriage, I'm not saying singlehood is easy. But marriage, getting married, especially if you marry the wrong person, especially if you marry someone you're unequally unequally yoked with, it makes it harder. I'm telling you, it is easy to get married. It is harder to stay married. Anybody could go get married. It's those who stay married (laughs) and make it work that is what you should aspire to. Don't just aspire to get married. That's easy. You could find any any Joe or Jane or Tom, Dick, and Harry to get married to. But can you stay married? That is the question. That's the hard part. Uh, you were talking about uh, Mrs. P that had to have believed in Jesus in order, you know, one, for this miracle, mm-hmm. um, but two, uh, because... Peter was always gone. And this comes back to what I was saying earlier in the podcast. If you find something that works in your marriage, if it works, it works. Don't worry about what someone else is doing or what the people next door or upstairs or downstairs, whatever, across the street. Don't worry about what they're doing. If the combination or the code to your marriage is... Um, one spouse is always gone. Maybe they're in sales or whatever. They travel or whatever, and they come home for a few days, and y'all, you know, do whatever y'all do, and then the person's gone again. If that works for you all, it works for you all. That 
God bless you and keep it moving and don't let nobody talk you out of it because it works for you. You are in agreement. As long as you're in agreement it, and it works for you, don't let anybody talk you out of it or, or tell you you should be doing something different because you have the grace and what's the word I'm looking for? Probably grace to, to, to have that career and that marriage. Maybe something will change further down the line. Kids will get involved or whatever. Maybe that'll change. But even if children are involved, if you if you're in agreement that one of the one of you are you know traveling and leaving and coming back, you know, three days later, whatever, whatever, then it works for you. God love you. Peace be with you, and God speed ahead. Okay, I have a question for you. Renee. Yes. Okay. Do you think people who are already married and are unequally yoked should not stay married? I do not believe that because your covenant you made with God. I'll use as an example the prophet Hosea. He was commanded by God to keep going after Gomer, which was a prostitute. I don't know her name. Uh, I believe that was that was her name. I could be wrong, okay. but the prophet is Hosea, and God kept telling him, go and get this prostitute who kept sinning, who kept, um, he, you know, she kept going back out there, and Hosea kept coming back after her. And so I believe that once you have been married and you made that commitment to God, you got to find a way to make it work. You're just going to have to, for the believer, you're just going to have to continue to pray that divine intervention takes place that your spouse um, gets saved and believes. So that that's that's me. All right. Because nowhere in the Bible does it say you can get divorced. There are certain places where it says divorce is permissible. Yes. Um, and nowhere in the Bible that I know of does it say it's permissible if you realize, <laughs> and you notice when you got married, mm-hmm. but you come to the point where, okay, you're unequally yoked with somebody, um, divorce them. Okay. I I kind of agree with what you're saying. I'm going to say kind of. I agree with what you're saying, but I also have some uh, caveats, mm-hmm. I, I guess. And because of the time, can we pick this up next week? Uh, we could do what we want, dear. This is our podcast. Okay. So <laughs> I would like to pick this up next week because I, I definitely, because once we get into the subject, we're going to keep going and it's going to be more than a few minutes. And we have, we kind of like to have a time limit on these podcasts roundabout. So we'll pick this up next week, which will be the third Sunday in the month of July in the year 2023. We'll pick it up from right here. Do you think people who are already married and are unequally yoked should, I said should not stay married, but should they stay married? Right? I guess should, that's should they stay married? Yeah. Yes, they should. They should stay married. Okay. All right. All right. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram 
at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.